had we been more ready for being able to uh, work remotely and not be so tied to having to go into the office for certain access to facilities or systems or something like that, that would certainly put us in better stead. And if you look at it now from a point of view of planning for the future, this issue has forced us to adopt more digital and home working, and it's forced us to learn that it works. If you were caught out, you don't want to be caught out like this again. Hello, and welcome to The Growth Business, a business podcast sponsored by InCloud Solutions, the center of excellence for mid-market ERP software business by design. I'm your host, Lucy Thorpe, and that was Charles Bennett, global cloud development expert with computer software giant SAP. He thinks that the current crisis has been a catalyst to innovation, and that's just one of the things we talk about in the pod today. Welcome, Charles. Hi, Lucy. It's nice to be with you. How are the changes we're witnessing forcing people to do business differently? What's been obvious for some time now is this trend to digital. And what we were talking about were these these different trends around the globalization of competition, you know, the, the ubiquitous internet and all that knowledge that's available to people and the ability of companies to create disruptive business models. And that is what has been forcing the pace, if you like, in terms of this digital trend. And the link, of course, to the COVID-19 issue that we're facing right now is that has kind of focused everything on that trend. The trend isn't a new trend. It's just the speed that's changed right now. So in the world of technology, which you and I both inhabit, it's no longer about tech specialists looking for tech solutions. It seems to be more about business people looking for business solutions, isn't it? Yes. Well, you know, again, this, this is a, a trend that is going on for some time, but it's also one of those trends that has been accentuated uh, by the coronavirus uh, crisis that we have right now, which is that decision making in businesses. So in our customers, in our marketplace, the, the, the way that uh, they are making decisions is, is based on their business need. It's not technology people making buying decisions for the sake of technology. It's business people with a business problem who may be looking for ways to exploit technology to help them solve the business problem. What they need, though, is a solution to the business problem. So it's, a, it's an outcome to that business challenge that they have. Um, in which case, if we sort of think about this, uh, Lucy, you could provide me with the absolute best technology in the world, but if I can't apply it and use it, then I'm still not going to get my outcome. So it's up to businesses like the one I work for to educate and to help people find the right material online, I guess. We want to become our customers' most trusted advisors. When we're faced with a business challenge, I think one of the first places that people to go to might be friends, peers, colleagues like that, like that and ask for advice. And the other place we go to, whether it's first or second, is going to be to do some sort of search, some sort of research. Um, and, and now's a great time, especially if you do have a little bit of extra time on your hands, now's a great time to go and do that research. How do we enable our customer to learn about us? And uh, you know, when it comes to partnerships, to find the partner who, who really understands your industry. We all want to learn how to do things better. How do we enable our customer to learn about us? And they will learn about us. They'll spend the time and take the effort to learn about us when they believe that we can add value. Do you think we can develop new relationships with customers during this time? So, yes, I think, you know, the, the human 
aspect of relationships and trust doesn't change. What changes is the the method that we use to create the relationship and the trust. And I think whilst sometimes it takes a little more effort, or maybe we have to be a bit more deliberate in our preparation and things like that, we certainly can create relationships and we certainly can have trust with each other. Little little tricks like um, making sure the video is switched on. You know, th- this morning my internet was misbehaving, so I switched the video on at the beginning, said hello to the people and said, I'm very sorry, I'm going to turn it off now. <laughs> but even that means that at least you've established the, the facial visual connection. Uh, so it goes a long way. I think there are times perhaps when, when the physical meeting would be very, very useful. But I think all of us are going to be very, again, deliberate in deciding when we need to actually travel to have that face-to-face. It's going to be for very good reasons, like, uh, you know, the family holiday or something. The whole issue of travelling for work, like commuting, it feels very uncomfortable right now. Exactly, exactly. So we've got so much more time on our hands. And so, I mean, going back to, it depends, obviously, what business you're in, what role you're in. But we we have a lot more time in the day because we're not wasting it travelling. Uh, so the opportunity to be more productive is, is huge, either on our work or in researching or preparing our work. I was wondering whether what business needs from technology now isn't so much speed, which we've always been obsessed with, but maybe now the ability to switch direction quickly. Speed is built into that thing called flexibility, right, in terms of the sense of um, uh, being able to change quickly. So the flexibility being able to change. And I think considering what the, the virus and the lockdown has done to us, uh, what it's forced us to do is to rethink the way we do business. There, our systems, organization, processes need to be able to flex, to flex quickly. So that's the thing around flexibility. So the speed is in the ability to change fast. Uh, and if we think again around the speed of change in the world, the, the rate of competition, uh, the current business climate and challenges, our need to be innovative and fast at it is very high. And of course, not everybody is um, not every not, not not every business is 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 challenged by this in a in a one hundred percent negative way. Some businesses are challenged by this, but actually have huge opportunity too. So, um, in many senses, for some businesses, this has been a catalyst, which, whilst painful, as as an, is probably going to enable something better to come out of it. It's like uh, everyone's been trying to workshop innovation into existence for years and now this comes along and it's like bam. Correct. And, and necessity is the mother of invention. Uh, so again, it's sort of very, very, at a very, very high level. Sort of uh, what I find fascinating going, going around different countries is getting a feeling for the culture and a feeling for how innovative they are. And it seems to me the countries that I've come, come into which where I felt that are most innovative are the ones where you have that combination of very intelligent people, you know, well-educated and actually a, a tough economic situation. So that sort of combination of, of brains plus necessity, uh, you really feel the innovation coming out of those countries. And, and so sadly, you come back to some of our mature economies not very far away from where we are now, and you, and you see everything's a little bit more stayed. Um, so a crisis like this is, is on, again, looking at it from a positive point of view, makes us rethink and makes us innovate. So, and this is a bit of a change of gear here, but you're a, a real presence on YouTube, Charles, aren't you, with your interactive presentations? I think it's a, a digital whiteboard that you use, or, or possibly you can reverse it, and sometimes it's a blackboard. Um, but it enables you to do really dynamic presentations, uh, and you're a bit of the king of the interactive board, aren't you? In my role, from time to time, I, I've, I've used different virtual digital tools quite a lot. 
Um, having been on the receiving end, for example, of presentations, we get PowerPoint after PowerPoint. You know, it's bad enough when you're in a meeting room, but it's it's really hard to concentrate and get anything out of it when you're sitting behind a screen on your own, perhaps. And so the way that began was um, I was trying to think of ways to make it more interesting for the for the person. Uh, for the participant, for the person watching. So I started to play around with um, writing on the PowerPoint. So by the way, so when you're presenting a PowerPoint slide, you can simply draw on it. Uh, and, that, and that's how that began. And then from that, it sort of developed into, well, why not draw the whole thing? And in fact, the, the again, the catalyst, necessity being the mother of invention, the catalyst that finally uh, got me to ditch um, slides completely was I was in a in a physical workshop and there was a power failure. Now there was there was um, a flip chart nearby, so I said let's continue with the flip chart. Then a short while later there was a coffee break. The power came back on, and I said to the the people in the workshop, let's have a quick um, show of hands. Would you prefer me to switch back to PowerPoint or shall we stick with the flip chart? And everyone said flip chart. So from that point on, I haven't used the, the slides at all. I've heard you deliver a talk about the six habits of successful businesses. Great title, by the way. How would it be if I asked you to boil that down and just give me your top two? The context of that was looking at it as uh, how do you set up and, and run uh, like a new business, like a startup? So I think you have two things that you have to combine. And the first one would be having entrepreneurial leadership. By the way, if you are the entrepreneur yourself, fantastic. If you're setting up, uh, if you're trying to set up a new business and you're not an entrepreneur, make sure you have one who's gonna be running your business. And the second one is being customer centric. So truly understanding your marketplace, your customers, and going back to the thing we were speaking about earlier about really being able to help your customer with their business challenges that they are facing uh, in their business with their customers. Entrepreneurial leadership, customer centric. Uh, if I, if, by the way, I mean, I think of all of those things, you know, if you haven't got leadership, you're not going to go anywhere. But actually, it, that all fails if you don't know your customer. Have you got any tips for how to get to know your customer? Research, research, research and um, engage, you know, um, d- develop your empathy for them. So research, 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 engage, talk, share. Uh, I, I do like um, a quotation. I don't know if you've seen a, a, a book by a guy called Thomas Law. Who sort of has written some books around the uh, the consumption economy? And again, so this is sort of looking at service providers, people providing a service to to, to um, uh, business to business. As he said in there, uh, helping sells, but selling doesn't help. So as we help our customers, we engage and get to know them, and and they learn about us. If we're right for each other, we'll engage and, and provide services to each other. If you, if, again, going back to the thing around, if, if you were selling to me and you didn't know me, then I wouldn't engage. But if you were helping me to learn, I would. And going, coming back down to, we're creating relationships in a different way and we, we're sharing knowledge in different ways now. But the point is we're sharing knowledge. And so that um, all of these tools are available to us. Um, and I think um, by, by being, again, innovating how you use these tools, you can really make it quite fun and engaging. Uh, for people to consume knowledge about you. Thank you, Charles. I now have a new mantra. Helping sells, selling doesn't help. It's been lovely chatting to you. It's been lovely chatting to you, Lucy, very much. That's it for this episode of The Growth Business. 
please do subscribe if you like what we're doing here. It's been a tough few weeks, but it really helps to share knowledge and experience. See you next time. Goodbye.